Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Peace, peace. I say, I say, and I'm in rock. I'm so happy and thankful to be here once again. We are live. We are in full effect right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome back, you guys. Um, we're doing a special broadcast today here on Saturn's Day. Um, we normally broadcast, of course, on Wednesday afternoons. And um, Eclipse Season 2016, uh, Summer 2016, definitely wants to do something new. We found that out in the first of these three series of eclipses, this um, August 18th lunar eclipse in Aquarius that we had. And, of course, you can go back to the episode. Um, If you want to go back to the previous episode, um, let me direct your attention to the episode information. The title of today's show would say Solar Eclipse in Virgo in that order. Um, And in that episode description, you'll find all the information you need. You're going to be able to scroll all the way down to the bottom and listen to last week's broadcast by one simple click. Um, You'll be able to access the Inner Peace Lighthouse website. Shout out to Brother Ampu holding it up for all of the Aquarian Age, and um, you will also be able to connect with me um, by one-click email access. Uh, There's also in the episode information links to um, uh, the Astro Love Gifts if it's so impressioned upon you to to give an Astro Love Gift. They are always appreciated. And the August Eclipse Wisdom Specials, if you would like me to do your natal birth chart report or get some information on how this eclipse season is affecting you astrologically and personally um, by way of your natal chart, um, those are all on special throughout the duration of August, which is wrapping up here rapidly. Um, Additionally, you have an option to subscribe and become an official mama's baby, and in that, um, you get um, a one-hour consult with me per week, in addition to weekly um, transit reports, so you'll know exactly how the planets are impacting your chart on a week-by-week basis. And it's worth a lot, lot more than it um, than the Astro Love gift that it uh, takes to acquire that subscription service. So I encourage you to check it out, try it out. All right. <clears throat> you also find in the episode information, um, uh, every week I list the major astrological events that are taking place. So this week ahead, we are covering Sunday, August the 28th through Saturday, September the 3rd, and I list all of those um astro happenings there in in the episode information as well. So with that being said, I definitely want to shout out our righteous divine ancestors, Ashe, Amin Raz, we give 
thanks and praise for every opportunity to come and broadcast because <laughs> this is vital information. It's much needed um, at, at this time um, when people are looking for answers and, you know, Unfortunately, everyone doesn't know, realize that the answers that they seek are inside of them. And I'm just here to light away and show you as an astrologer how you can literally look inside yourself and get every answer that you need. You came here with the answer. You were born with the answer, okay? So <clears throat> let us proceed. Let's get into this. Thank you, Brother Ampu. This is so fun. <laughs> Um, I definitely before we act because once I get going, y'all today is is we're not gonna stop until the time runs out. So I did want to also take a divine opportunity during this eclipse season. Listen, guys, the eclipse has been happening in my life as well. Things have been getting eclipsed out of my life as well, and this is a time for all of us that is very. You know, if you're vibrating low, then yes, this is a turbulent time in your life right now, and it's it's dramatic, and it's upheaval, and it's torturous. Even if you're vibrating high, it's still a high time of change, a high time of the wheels of fortune turning in your life, the cycles closing out and other cycles beginning. I mean, it's a real mutable time. And the sun's in Virgo, a mutable sign. Seasons changing and everything. So I appreciate you guys for bearing with me, overstanding. My ruling planet is stationing as we speak. In the week ahead, it will have stationed retrograde Mercury I'm referring to. And um, it's it's been a lot. I missed my first consult like totally out of my control just even with these seasons changing and the weather patterns got rained out soaked out of my own um consult with one of my dear mama's babies and that broke my heart (laughs) so y'all know I love this I love doing this I love talking to y'all it's my divine pleasure but I'm making a special announcement um, to our dear listeners, Hadassah and Melvin. I have not um, had an opportunity um, to call them back, and I will do that before September 1st, um, before this new season comes. I, I'm going to close this um, last six months out right. I, I, we've been, um, <clears throat> I've been uh, doing this, providing the subscription uh, opportunity for my mama's babies for about six months now. So I'm, thankfully, I got all my babies still with me. So we're not closing out in those terms, but we are entering into a new cycle together. Um, But at the point where I did start the subscription opportunity, uh, things picked up. And uh, it's going great. <laughs> and everybody's, you know, um, gleaning so much from it. Not only my mama's babies, me as well as a, as a developing astrologer, as someone who's going to be doing this until I check out of here. So uh, the days of, you know, me being able to provide so many free opportunities for, I talk to people all the time about, astrology that I just even meet along my journey and path. People are so fascinated and interested, especially when you're talking to them about them. They love it. And so um, 
but the days are wind have have wound down. They're closing out officially with this um, lunar eclipse energy in Aquarius that's giving way to this new moon solar eclipse in Virgo here on the first in our week ahead, and so. I apologize to Melvin and Hadassah for for um, not having gotten back with you already. I will be getting in touch with you by the first, um, but I, I I must announce that I'm I'm having to officially close out um, uh, consultations where I'm literally on the phone with people for an hour, you know, um, and not uh, and that hasn't been secured. Um, <clears throat> by way of, you know, contacting me through email and us actually setting something up where we're able to have an equal exchange of energy for the hour that I'm giving out to you of just, you know, me genuinely caring about your um, circumstances and situation and, and having the insight and the wisdom and the knowledge um, to be able to put together to see and read what's going on in your chart currently or what a particular date or time in the future or in the past and and it's 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 I love it <laughs> I love to do it and clearly I've been doing it you know um just out of the kindness of my heart for quite a while but I just needed to make that official announcement so nobody's confused and I can always reference people back to this Solar New Moon in Virgo in that order episode if there are any questions. So I love y'all, and I, I would love to. It, that's when you know you love what you're doing and you would do it with with no compensation or anything in return um, other than someone saying that they appreciate you, which I appreciate your appreciation. Um, we're just stepping into a new phase, okay? Um. The new phase we're stepping into, I really want to get into this solar new moon. I don't, I've, 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 it's been at least two episodes that I've dealt with the full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius. So please um, refer yourselves back to at least the last two episodes and you'll get an earful and you'll definitely get some information specific for your sign, be it your sun sign, your moon sign, or your rising sign. I encourage you to go back and take a listen. It will be well worth listening to because of the long range of impact that these these eclipses that we're in is having. We're being impacted by energies we initiated six months ago, even further back than that when you're talking about eclipse cycles within eclipse cycles, okay? Um, And then out six months from now, energies that are going on right now are impacting, okay, directly. And, um, And even on the short term, just two weeks from now, we're having a solar new moon in Virgo here on the 1st. And then we're going to have a full moon lunar eclipse on the 8th, I want to say 18th, um, no, it's the 16th. We had the, eight, the 18th was this last full moon lunar eclipse in, um, in August. It was on the 18th. The lunar eclipse here um, in September is on the 16th, okay, in Pisces. Um, I can't wait to talk about that because that's endings on endings. Another full moon um, in, in the final sign of Pisces. That's going to be a good show, y'all. So shout out to my listeners. Y'all just make my my world go round. I had, I had some really good stars 
going on this eclipse season that impacts you guys directly and in, in such a great way, and it's just my pleasure to serve y'all. Uh, this week, the one we're ending out now, I mean, usually I, I'm talking to y'all on Wednesday so I can talk to y'all about a few days left in the current week, but we're at the last in the current week today. Um, and so today is the day of the Venus-Jupiter alignment. Woo! <laughs> so the good, the good feelings abound. There's, there's plenty of um, uh, social energy, uh, comforting, comfortable, comforting energy available to us right now. Plenty of it, but just plenty. No excuse, <laughs> not to not to be feeling good, except that you don't want to feel good, or or haven't taken responsibility to figure out how to feel good. So, I don't know what to tell y'all because I hipped y'all to that um, at at least an episode back that don't let this Venus-Jupiter alignment hit and you not hitting on a high vibration, okay? Because it's so pivotal in the context of these eclipses. I just told y'all, you know, on the low end upheaval, you know, things just like the in the tarot, the tower card. Yeah, the tower is an event that, you know, can blow the lid off of a situation, but it, it, it it's distinct in, in, in its energy when it talks about the Tower card that this was something that was built on shaky ground anyway, okay? So you've got to look. I love that about Virgo season that's going on right now because you've got to keep it real. You've got to keep it real with yourself and other people um, because Virgo is very precise and exact. And it's practical. It's thinking. It's ruled by Mercury. So it's real. It's a thinking energy. <laughs> and I know Mercury's stationing right now. So that Mercury stationing um, here in the week ahead, and then this Mars, ooh, y'all, this Mars, uh, <clears throat> Mars Neptune. It just happened. Where is it? There it is. Mars Neptune square that occurred that was exact yesterday early rising 1:56 a.m. central and you know that mercury stationing is already um it's an it's an energy where communication interference is um more probable okay i love brother ampu when for for him, um, definitely educating us that, you know, a lot of amazing things have on record in history have happened during Mercury retrogrades. You know, I was uh, privy to another, she's not an astrologer, she's actually a tarot reader, but <clears throat> she's pretty astrologically adept. And even she mentioned here recently, uh, everybody's been talking about Mercury stationing. So, um, But even she recently mentioned that her brother bought a car uh, during a Mercury retro, like I guess in the 80s or something, the 90s. And she says that car has outlived him. Her brother is long gone. And he, she said he never had an issue with that car. And somebody still, even post-mortem, Somebody is still driving that car that he purchased during a Mercury retrograde today. 
no major mechanical issues with the vehicle because that's like a big thing astrologers usually say don't buy a new car in a mercury retrograde (laughs) so and brother Ampu has long echoed those sentiments where it's like life doesn't stop during a mercury retrograde first of all mercury retrogrades happen at least two to three times a year and it's affecting like when they do occur they affect the energies for at least a couple of months. So that's like half the year, two, four, six. That's like six months out of the year that Mercury is in some phase of retrograde. And so we can't stop life for half the year and say, okay, everything mercurial, we're not going to um, sign any, any, we're not going to sign on the dotted line at all. I've always um, encouraged you guys, if you have to, if you've got to sign on the dotted line for something, Guess what? During a Mercury retrograde, at least have somebody else look over it. Maybe this particular gentleman, the brother of this tarot reader, did his research and did his homework and got got the facts on the the fact check on the car or you know whatever or said a prayer. Who knows? Bless this car. I know it's a Mercury retrograde, but I got to get a new car. And so you do what you got to do, but during these energetically sensitive times where contracts could be affected, where vehicles and electronics and, um, you know, your transportation and travel plans can be affected, it won't hurt to double-check your travel plans before you go to the airport thinking everything cool. It won't hurt (laughs) to, you know, talk to somebody about this major purchase you plan on doing, you know, a vehicle, a home, whatever. So um, it's it's all, it's just, it it won't hurt. It's all, it's a good idea. And um, with, with, with these planets being strongest in their energies when they're stationing, I definitely want you to be careful of it as we approach uh, the station here in the week ahead. The station occurs um, on Tuesday, the 30th, you guys, 8.04 a.m. Central, okay? So definitely around Monday on the front end. Of course, even now, we're getting close um, even now, through the station, and and maybe a day or two after, yeah, just be real sensitive to to uh, the potential for misunderstanding, mis look miscommunications. Anybody had any miscommunications <laughs> lately? They needed you know smoothing out and working through. Thank God for this Venus Jupiter alignment. If you need a little comfort or ease or sociability, tact, and diplomacy um, infused into your eclipse season, okay? So that's what we're wrapping up here in this week, this current week. Um, The moon is in Cancer now. Uh, We just had the last quarter moon in Gemini, and so we definitely turned an energetic corner, that last corner we needed to turn before we get into this new territory. We're on the cusp. We're on the cusp of so many energies now, you guys. We got Venus about to go into Libra in the week ahead, okay? So Venus is on that Virgo-Libra cusp right now. We got Jupiter aligned with Venus right now that's about to do the exact same thing on the ninth. Jupiter is going to enter Libra, okay? 
Some people are coming around. They're Jupiter return. There's a whole generation of people born with Jupiter and Libra. So <clears throat> that uh, that we're on the cusp of that. And so um, moon being in cancer right now for me is just saying, you know, if it's an emotional uh, area of space for the moon to be in, and the moon governs emotions, okay? But it's an area of space where we're able to find comfort at home within ourselves, first and foremost. Having a strong inner foundation is an energy that talks about moon and cancer on a high vibration, okay? Um, Family and home and your roots and where you come from and the mother and and how at home you felt on your mother's breast and her arms and her bosom. Oh, baby, that was home. Didn't need to go fall asleep right there. You ain't even trying to go to the bed, just fall asleep right there, be mad when she puts you down. <laughs> so, you know, that's moon and cancer. It's feeling at home within yourself, and it's, you know, probably staying more at closer to home this weekend, the few days that the moon's in cancer, um, spending more time with family, um, anything nurturing. Cancer is a real nurturing energy, so definitely nurturing yourself first. <laughs> and then um, nur- being nurtured by or nurturing others, it's a it's a it's a good energy uh, to contact. Shout out to the mothers, God God bless the mothers. Um, you, definitely um, energy for communicating with and being emotionally satisfied to communicate with your mother. If she is transitioned or passed on, I encourage you to still, you know a gesture of any kind in that energy and direction will will be very satisfying as well. So with that, we're in the week ahead, you guys. We got to, we got to hit it because I don't want, I don't want, I definitely want to give you, you guys your new moon eclipse, um, solar new moon eclipse and Virgo horoscopes. Okay. So you know exactly what area of life for your sun uh, that'll satisfy your self-expression for your moon. That'll satisfy you emotionally and for that ascendant. Uh, your very physical body, your representation here on Earth. Okay, and the and the the horoscope that will most likely affect your waking life. Okay, so. It, it, and it, it ascendant also talks about how others see you, so and how you come across or appear to others. Um, so this is the that's the horoscope that people would be most likely to see on you or happening to you or to see you experiencing. So that's why the ascendant or the rising sign is is it's a critical piece of information. So know that birth time, you guys. Look for that birth time and um, and know yourself. Astrologically, it's the best gift you will ever give yourself or your seed. And shout out to my mama's babies that have me looking at their babies stuff. It, that has been an amazing experience. I'm just, I'm in love with charts, y'all. It's a sickness. <laughs> okay. Um, in the week ahead, we start out with the moon. Uh, the moon will still be in Cancer just for an hour and 23 minutes. At 1.23 a.m. Central, the moon does go void in Cancer in our week ahead. Um, so that would actually 
we would have a whole day. Sunday's going to still be moon and cancer tomorrow, and then Monday, early rising, the moon goes void, 123 a.m., okay? It only goes void this week. I haven't seen this in a while, you guys. It only goes void for an hour and 48 minutes, right? But what's so interesting is in that very short period of time that the moon is void, Mercury actually conjuncts Venus, okay? Um, right now, pretty much Sun, uh, Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, all in Virgo, okay? It's just like the stellium of energy going on. That's why you sense the heaviness of the energy of Virgo. I, I, I've long spoken about Virgo energy and mentioned, you know, some of the lower manifestations of the energy because it can get nitpicky and kind of neurotic and it can stress you out focusing on all the little details, right? That's why I called the show In That Order because this is going to be a, a really critical um, time where we're needing to focus on keeping the main thing, the main thing, in the midst of upheaval upheaval and eclipses and and ingresses, you know, um, planets going into new signs and, you know, new areas of space and suns in mutable um, areas. A lot of stuff's in mutable energy right now. Mars and Saturn, they're in mutable Sag and Neptune, they're in mutable Pisces. It's just a lot of energy of change. And I've long said about that, that we got to flex. We got to stay flexible when there's a lot of change energy going on. Uh, even this last full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius. Well, shoot, that's the sudden and the unexpected energy and the, um, and the, and the sudden reversals and, and the breakthrough energy, the, the, the flashes of insight energy, the stuff that can come in, in, in the speed of lightning and the speed of electrical impulse the speed of electricity. So it's a lot of energy, and it's, and, and, and it's going real fast, right? So that's why I told y'all it was about two episodes ago, and I I consciously slowed myself down even on the air as a, you know, demonstration of consciously and purposefully slowing down in, when it comes to certain respects. Uh, I was talking to one of my mama's babies, and, you know, I was this Jupiter energy, you know, we got the Venus-Jupiter alignment going on right now, and, and there was a lot of Jupiter energy going on with that with them in particular in their chart. And I was just being uh, the physical embodiment of, of super Jupiter energy. If you look at my chart, you can see um, I can speak on it a little bit. I have a little experience with super Jupiter energy. <laughs> And so I, I was admonishing her. I'm mentioning this because of the Uranus influence on this full moon in Aquarius that we're yet even still closing out. The new moon doesn't hit until the first, which is um, this next Thursday. So up until when is it exact? 4:03 a.m. Central on Thursday. That's when that new energy officially hits. Yes, we're sensing a lot of it now. Yes, we're we have energetic access to a lot of it now because you can't, it's not a literal line in time. Okay, we crossed this line. Now it's the new moon energy. We're, we're, as we're approaching it, we're 
connecting with it already. We're already connecting with that new that wants to infiltrate and take over our, our lives, at least for the next six months, okay? And so, um, but, we're, but we still have access to this full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius energy that's closing out this previous six months. This six months we wrapping up. And I've been admonishing everybody. I haven't forgot I was talking to y'all about Jupiter and Uranus, I swear. But I've been admonishing everybody to, and succinctly to make it good. Make it good closing this, this one out to the last drop. Till 4.02 a.m. Thursday, early rising. Make it good. Because how you close this six months out is going to directly impact your next six months. And so make it good. Make it count. Say what needs to be said. Say it as diplomatically and tactfully, and that don't mean being fake. If you got to be fake to, to use some tact, then that shows you what vibration you own. Tact don't mean fake. It means taking into account, considering the impact that what you're saying is having on another person. And that's why it's okay to take it slow. Yeah, we're getting these flashes of insight. Yeah, we're Jupiter expanding. I'll just tie it in that way. And that's great. I'm not ever going to tell anybody who's having an influx of Jupiter energy to stop expanding because it's probably not going to happen. To slow it, what I would tell, what I did, what I do tell them is to moderate your, that's the lesson of, the, how, how do you think Jupiter can manifest on a low vibration? Exaggeration, uh, self-righteousness, too much of a good thing. Yeah, Jupiter is luck. Yeah, Jupiter is abundance. Yeah, Jupiter is growth. It's the great benefic. It's all those wonderful, beneficial, benefic things. But too much even of a good thing can go bad. You can over, you can expand too fast for your own good, for your own self. You can, you can know, know too much for your own good and own self and it, uh, uh, go over into self-righteousness. That's one of the, look, take it from me. <laughs> you know, it, it's cool to know a lot of stuff and it's cool to be spiritual. But you can you can expand too fat too much too fast, and you can overindulge. That's one of Venus's uh, lower vibrations. It's considered a lesser benefic, still a beautiful energy, but even too much of that, being too conciliatory. That's why I'm talking about uh, uh, you know using tact and diplomacy and not mistaking it for being a doormat or not making your Voice heard clearly. You don't have to be loud, but you you do need to be clear. We coming up on Mercury retrograde stationing. It's strong. The energy is strong. Okay, so it it, it may take an e- extra effort, measure of effort, to make sure you're communicating clearly. What however long it takes. I had a conversation myself earlier, uh, not too long ago, and 
I made it clear. First of all, Venus is about to conju- is uh, aligning with Jupiter. I can't play with you or nobody else. You're not going to throw off my energy or my vibration. So let's start this conversation off there to say whatever needs to be communicated, let's do it in love. I, as difficult as it may, may be, let's do it in love. Okay, so that set the tone, right? Then there's like two-minute pause. Thank God for patience. Because I'm I'm thinking, well, it, in love, I'm not going to rush something, even though I want this person to go ahead and say what they want to say. But it hadn't come yet, and this person was having to deal with the fact that they were going to have to figure out how to say it in love, or else I was going to, they were going to be talking to a dial tone. And so, yeah, it literally took a couple of minutes of just silence, just dead air. And me sitting on the other end just like, I wonder what's about to happen now. And this person had to, that's why the show is called In That Order, because this Mercury retrograde in Virgo, the Sun, Mercury, and Venus still in Virgo, this energy wants to be organized, and it's a mental energy. It's Mercury ruled. So organized what? Thinking. Organized planning. Maybe a, a, maybe take a little more effort to do with the very planet Mercury retrograding right now and stationing, but it's well worth the effort, isn't it, if, you, if we end up on the day of a Venus-Jupiter alignment able to enjoy all this experience expansion in our love and in our money and in our social sphere and 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 venus even uh just ruling appreciation expanded appreciation for where you are right now i know we coming up on that new moon on this new moon solar eclipse this ain't your everyday average ordinary new moon it's a solar eclipse new moon setting up your next six months so it matters how you close this cycle out. It's, it's critical. In Virgo, it's, it's critical. It's, it's the real deal. Like we're not leaving no stone unturned, and we're paying attention to the details. It matters what you say and how you say it. It matters what your motivations are behind saying it. You're not uh, In Virgo, we're not missing nothing, okay, because we we listen to everything. We listen to what's said and what's not said. Take your time. I know we only have a few days left, and, and, and you may not, you may feel more of the, with that full moon lunar eclipse and this full moon lunar eclipse and Aquarius energy that, that we're closing out with, uh, you may feel some of the more extreme vibrations of, of Uranus and Aquarian energy, which can be like the neuroticism and the uh, nervousness, maybe the restlessness. I, I, I hear you, right? But I want you to focus as much as you can on what's priority and important in that order. And I want you to start with you. 
the moon's in Cancer right now. We're we're real we're sat we're emotionally satisfied to be insular, okay, to go in within to get to the core of ourselves, our inner foundation. I want you to take this weekend. It's not in cancer for no reason, the moon. I want you to take this sensitive time and make sure you're good. Make sure you're that's that fourth house. Cancer is that area rule governing the fourth house. It's at the very bottom of the astrological wheel. And um, the last time we had very strong energy there, it was more than likely that new moon in Cancer we had, I believe. That was a couple of months ago. And it's about, and, and I was, it was about starting from the bottom in that area of space, Cancer, fourth house, Right. Start, the moon has governorship there, right? And so we're, we're energetically starting from the bottom, in a sense, emotionally. And when you're at the bottom, you can't get any lower, right? When you're at the bottom, that's the foundation that has, that whole idea is governing the cancer area where the moon is right now. And so I want you to focus on first, having that firm foundation emotionally, being at home within your own self. Come on, fourth house cancer is the most private part of the chart. The core, our core, emotionally. So if you are at this point feeling stable emotionally about what you're closing out, feeling stable emotionally about what you're stepping into. It's we got Uranus Aquarius energy all over the place. I didn't I'm not saying you're not excited and, you know, stimulated and electrified, you know, feeling feeling this breakthrough energy and I'm not saying that you're stoic and, you know, frozen. But that's not cancer energy. Cancer energy is about feeling at home within yourself and feeling the the. That's why it governs family and home because there's no better, firmer foundation to 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 reach for that the very opposite end of the spectrum, the very top of the chart, the tenth house, the most public place. It's no better jump off than a firm foundation at home, at home within yourself, at home within your emotions, at home within the core of who you are, at home within your inner foundation. When you get to the top, when you reach the summit of the mountain, when you reach the peak, when you reach the midheaven, when you reach the 10th house, you're doing it, doing it from a firm foundation more ensures your success and that the rewards are plentiful when you get there, and that you will be able to become the authority and the elder and the mentor and the boss when you get there. But it all starts right here. So thank God for moon and cancer. Um, I'm going to skip. I'm skip. I'm going to give you uh, these uh, void moons and and the moon uh, ingressing into new signs, and I'm going to skip right on to this solar eclipse because every else everything else that I could talk about. Number one, I've already said something about it so far in the show, <laughs> and number two, um, it all is coloring or 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 
feeding into or yielding to this solar eclipse new moon anyway. So uh, the Mercury-Venus conjunction, early Monday rising, moon enters Leo uh, a little later, 3.11 a.m. Central, moon enters Leo. So there on Monday, we're still approaching um, the solar new moon eclipse. Um, the moon hasn't entered Virgo yet. The new moon, the new moon is in Virgo, so we're still leading up to that as of Monday when the moon enters Leo. Um, I love it. I love that the Venus Jupiter alignment is happening, you know, today, and uh, Mercury Venus uh, alignment happening Monday, and then Moon entering Leo Monday as well, because we do there's we do have access to good. Feelings, good energy, good vibrations. If you're not vibrating high right now, if you're not vibrating high next Monday early rising when the moon enters Leo at the area of enjoyment and fun and games and playing and children and romance and dating, then you've got to go that's why I'm I'm hipping y'all to this weekend, this this moon and cancer energy, because you've got access to some some time where the energies are supporting you getting good deep down on the in, in on the inside, privately, getting in order, getting yourself in order. Because that's the only reason you can't enjoy good feelings. That's the only reason you can't vibe high. It's because you're out of order. You're you're prioritizing something above yourself, and it's wreaking havoc. It's showing itself. Full moon, lunar eclipse, and Aquarius made sure that it showed you yourself, ourselves, our unique selves. Look, Aquarius, unique, original quirky, eccentric, individual, like, yeah, you, we're all getting to see who we really are, and we're having to consider that in the context of something, some energies being eclipsed out and some new energies, and we're coming into a new phase of new energies at the same time. And so with all the change, with all the shifts in energy, the ingresses and all that, we're having to be comfortable at home with who we are as unique expressions here on this plane. And if you're prioritizing anything above your own self, you cannot vibrate high. And maybe that's what you're being shown. I encourage you to get it in order. Get it in order um, because there's some new energies that really want to that that we that you want to participate in. You want to be an active participant, and you can't do that when you're sidelining yourself. Put yourself back in the game. Get your game face on, especially with the moon and Leo. It's time to play. <laughs> and enjoy these seasons changing. I know it's easier said than done. Trust me, I know. 
that it's easier to say it than to make these new decisions and make these close-out, final wrap-up, culminating decisions. But it's necessary for our growth. It's necessary for the new. Okay, moon enters Leo, early Monday rising. Uh, we're going to be emotionally satisfied to enjoy ourselves. That's awesome. That's I love that energy period. Fifth house, Leo, sun, all governs that um, energy of um, just feeling great, especially with the moon being there, feeling great, um, feeling good enough to play, feeling good enough to, to be, let your more dramatic side come out, it, your more creative, spontaneous sides come out, um, encouraging, really encouraging energy, um, appreciating art and um and creativity in 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 any in any sense that's why the children are there and the romance is there and the and the the um the games and the speculation and the risk taking and the gambling is there because you you're feeling the sun is shining and you're loving it that's that's it that's that's the the description of this feeling that I feel when I think about Leo energy. So uh, we're coming into the week with good energy and we're coming, that, that's why I'm encouraging you guys to raise your vibration because it's good stuff on the horizon and you don't want to miss out on it like today, like this um, Venus-Jupiter alignment. And there may be things that you feel like are opposing you. We, if we did just have a full moon. We are still in that full moon energy. You may feel like there's things opposing your ability to feel good. I promise you that's an illusion. I promise you that there's a way to strike a balance in your life. That's what a, a, that full moon aspect of, of, of an opposition um, energetically would denote, an opportunity to strike a perfect balance. But it's also clearly <laughs> on the low end an opportunity for an all-out tug of war. So uh, there are ways to do that, of course, and and to make yourself aware energetically of what's going on with you personally in the context of these um, transiting um, uh, these transits. Okay. Um, also Monday evening, 9:06 p.m. Central Venus does enter Libra. Whoop whoop. So even even better. It gets it just keeps getting better. So Venus is entering its own sign. Venus actually rules two different signs: Taurus and Libra. Um, Taurus is the Earth sign that Venus rules, and Libra is the air sign that Venus rules. So we are talking about Venus entering into an area of space that's going to activate communication, and it's it should be Venus is it one in one of its homes, so it should feel good. It should, it should powerfully transmitting its own energy in its own sign. So it's it has an even fuller expression when it comes to relationships and social settings and creativity and artistic ability and harmony and um, and diplomacy and, you know, compromise and getting along, ease and comfort and satisfaction. So um, I'll just break down, um, you know what, I'm going to come back to that. I'm not going to 
take a chance on missing getting all into this solar new moon eclipse energy. Uh, Tuesday, August the 30th, 8.04 a.m. Central, Mercury Retrogrades. So we've been having these series of retrogrades in these earth signs. And I've, y'all know I'm Mercury ruled. So I am actually loving this. And I thought I would. I thought I would because I don't have a lot of earth energy in my chart, and I think that's why I'm so drawn to it and fascinated by it because it is such a juxtaposition of the the energies that I'm naturally predisposed to. So this particular one going on in Virgo, um, uh, one of it, Mercury's, one of the signs Mercury rules, Mercury rules both Gemini and Virgo, uh, Gemini being the air expression of mercurial energy and this Virgo one of course like I just mentioned being an earth expression so it's at home but it is retrograding Tuesday um, Tuesday rising in our week ahead so we're definitely re y'all know that's the um, key word with mercury retrograde is the very re that starts off the word retrograde re revisiting we're revisiting some mercurial things plans plans that we've made we're we're revisiting them revising them um uh maybe correcting even say that when you think about redoing something again uh i know another astrologer she mentioned that it was some Mercury retrograde ago that she redid her website, you know. So um, it may kind of feel like backpedaling energy. We are, Mercury is going back through this area of space. It already has gone forward through. I've mentioned to y'all a a couple of shows ago when it first went into its shadow phase. So that began the, the, um, the degrees that Mercury would travel back through during its retrograde path. So we're definitely reflecting on Virgo things as well, um, like health, okay? We're, t- we're taking another look. We're looking again at our health, um, the service, services, services that we provide potentially, um, but also definitely services that others provide for us. Maybe looking again, you know, reevaluating some of the services that people provide for you. You may switch up or um, think about switching up, you know, who does your nails or your hair or something. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about services provided. Um, And then like I said, Virgo energy is talking about or being organized. Come on, in that order. You may be thinking, rethinking, uh, you know, the very thing I was just saying, the order, reprioritizing uh, things in your life. Virgo talks about that daily routine, reorganizing your daily routine, rethinking it, you know, revising it. And so um, all that's, you're not, pinning a lot of stuff down during a Mercury retrograde. Once again, we've already discussed it even in this show. There are definitely things that still take place during a Mercury retrograde and even successfully so. Um, But you're definitely thinking over it. You're thinking about it more than once. You're thinking about it again. You're rethinking it, okay? Mercury governs 
all those thought processes of planning, um, contemplating, reasoning, okay, thinking, gathering information. Maybe you need to go back and look at some information you've gathered about a particular thing, especially if it does relate to health, especially if it does relate to work. Virgo talks about um, uh, the work environment, being uh, uh, employees and employers. So maybe that's something that's being revisited. Um, there's uh, Maybe you did an interview and, you know, you thought you didn't get it or you were even told you didn't get it and something of that nature is coming back. You know, they always say in Mercury Retrograde, the X's come back and all that stuff. And here with this particular one happening in Virgo, we could see some things even with health coming back up to be revisited, to be re-thought about, okay? And so um, if you can, I'll say it again just as a, a caveat. I mean, you know, like I said, most astrologers just basically say don't, practically don't do anything. But if you've got to make, um, you know, major purchases, sign important contracts, um, if you have to do it, please, please, please consult with someone just to have put a second pair of eyes on it. We're, we're looking at stuff again, right? So take another look at it yourself. Let somebody else take a look at it before you make it, in, it official, at least through um, – at least through uh, Mercury Stations direct September 22nd, okay? And if you really want to be extra careful, it doesn't come out of the zone until October the 6th. So definitely from um, here in our week ahead, the 30th Tuesday of August um, through September 22nd, at least. Uh, Just hold off or push it out if you can. Um, definitely traveling, careful, communications. I told y'all last week, before you hit send, read it one more time all the way through. (laughs) It sounds so good in our head as we're typing it or swiping it, but then you've already hit send, and then you reread what you read it, reread it before you hit send for this very sensitive period of time when it comes to communications, okay, when it comes to understanding and being understood. Like I said before, take your time. Slow down when you're speaking communication. Slow down before you send written communication. And um, and, and be patient with the messages and communications you're receiving, too. Understand that Mercury Retro is not just happening to you. And be sensitive to that when, you know, someone else is wanting you to understand them, okay? Um, Definitely, you know, you're backing up information. um, You've got a backup, you know, electronic device (laughs) or, you know, you've gotten any necessary maintenance on your vehicle or device um, as well, just, you know, as a precaution. And... Yeah, you're not really starting anything new. I know that we're uh, we're upon a, a new moon solar eclipse, and we're all starting something new energetically. But especially as it pertains, you're not going to do with Mercury governing, like you know, broadcasting and communications and stuff. You're not going to do a brand new 
campaign, likely, at least not till after the 22nd of September. Let Mercury go direct first, just in case. Um, but, yeah, anything that you've already begun, anything that – because it's the time of reworking it and revising it and revisiting it. So if it's something that you've already begun, go for it. This is that time to redo it. Um, but if it's brand spanking new, I would hold off until after the 22nd. All right, I'm going to keep going. I've got horoscopes for all these, and I'm just skipping right past them. I want to get to that new moon. That's the star of this show in our week ahead, okay? Um, Tuesday, August the 30th, 11.20 p.m. Central. That evening, the moon goes void in Leo, okay? And so no new fun <laughs> after 11.20 p.m., um, uh, while the moon is void, it's only it's void for 11 hours and two minutes. So there at 10:22 a.m. Central, that's when on Wednesday the moon finally enters Virgo. Okay, and so this is the, you know, this is when it's official energetically that we're the moon is activating this area of space. This very area of space where this eclipse is about to occur. And this very area of space where there's been such a, um, a concentrated amount of energy there in Virgo with the stellium, okay? We've already discussed that Virgo is mutable, so we're going to be emotionally satisfied to change, change something up, to adapt. To, we're going to be emotionally satisfied to be flexible. And, you know, Virgo represents that area of space where the seasons are changing. Summer, changing. Summer is wrapping up. And we're going into the autumn, okay? And so uh, Virgo governs that work and the health. So, and it's an earth sign. And like all earth signs, Virgo wants to do something, to do something productive, to to build something. I think it's more uh, heavily displayed in Capricorn where you're building something, but even Virgo wants to produce something. It wants to have something tangible to show for the work, okay? Um, So be open to making any necessary adjustments that serve your productivity. If there's anything, anybody, any energy that is impacting your ability to be productive, it's going to show. And when it shows, you've got to be ready and willing to make the adjustment. We're closing out even even as of Wednesday, 10, 10 a.m. Central. You know, that's it. That That's that's the time where you know that anything still lingering is is only serving to be counterproductive toward the direction that you're trying that you are going in. Fight, continuing to fight it at that time, it may affect your health. It may stress you out. These are low vibrations of Virgo. So, to the degree that you're putting things in order clearing out, refining, detoxing, purging, 
organizing. Then Virgo is you're 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 sat you're gonna be emotionally satisfied there with the moon in Virgo. Virgo also talks about self improvement because Virgo rules that daily routine. Virgo rules that work and that health. What the the things that we're tangibly doing, it's an earth sign. The things that we're physically tangibly doing on a daily basis or on a regular basis direct directly affects our health directly affects our lifestyle that Virgo and the sixth house talk about. You can have a great lifestyle or you can have a crappy lifestyle, and it's all dependent on what we do on a regular basis. That's why Virgo wants to be organized, because it's more, it can be more productive when it's organized. That's why it pays attention to the details, and it's so precise and exact. Because it knows that to the degree that it's precise and exact, it can get more precise and exact results. Never met a broke Virgo, Capricorn, or Taurus. These earth signs have figured something out when it comes to grounding and stability. And not so much stability when it comes to Virgo. Once again, it is the, the mutable earth sign. But you still have access to that earth energy that wants to focus, patiently focus on the details. Sometimes not so patiently because on the low vibration it can get a little neurotic and like, (laughs) you know, like I said, annoying. But it's, you have, we have this ability to get into our zone, okay, and to focus on the the little things, the, the little tasks, the little, actual, physical, tangible things that must be done in order to produce the desired results. Um, Tangible effort going on here with the moon in Virgo, being emotionally satisfied to see the signs and what comes of consistent, tangible effort, okay? Um, Since it does govern work, I mean, we'll be emotionally satisfied to do that. If it's something that we have to do that might be a little time-consuming, that might require a little concentration while the moon's in Virgo, we, we're, we're good on that. We can actually uh, channel some of these emotions into the work to get it done. And so um, any kind of decluttering, cleaning, because uh, it's real per, per, uh, particular. So you you you'll get it. You'll get it good under this energy if it's actually pertaining to cleaning and organizing, if it's actually pertaining to your health, if if it's actually pertaining to improving your lifestyle. It's going to help. This energy is going to help. And it's powerful right now because of the stellium of energy that's there, because of this solar new moon eclipse that's there, because, I mean, these uh, energies are wrapping up here and they get strong when they're getting closer to that 29th degree, that critical degree. They're even stronger. So we're building up to something here. I want y'all to look at this buildup of energy at least definitely through the ninth because we've got this new moon um, in Virgo on the first. We've got Venus um, shifting out of Virgo into Libra. Uh, wait, I just said it, didn't I? 
Yeah, it does that right before this. So, yeah, from that point, uh, Monday the 29th, um, the the first, the eclipse on the first, and then the ninth of September with Jupiter leaving Virgo and going into Libra, we're building. We're build the, the energy's building, and 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 very strong and intensely. So, so it ain't over yet. Whatever, <laughs> it ain't over yet. But but these energies are building in our favor. If you have that perspective, you can see that clearly. Um, the highlight of this solar eclipse is really going to be uh, this Saturn, this same Saturn-Neptune square that we've been dealing with for a while. The highlight of this full moon lunar eclipse we just had was these contacts to Uranus that the sun and, mo- sun and moon both had at the full moon. Here at the new moon, um, it's Saturn and Neptune on display again. So I don't want to minimize the potential for some challenging energy uh, that that we're we're having to contend with. It does talk about fear, okay? Um, that does talk about um, difficult, just difficult energies, okay? Intensely so. Um, and and ones you can't really pin down with Neptune being involved. It is Saturn squaring Neptune uh, that is really highlighting the sky at the time of this solar eclipse. So let me see, let me see, let me see. Just know that that's a major influence. Um, but there's a tra- this this solar new moon eclipse does denote a transition into a new phase that is going to feel a lot better than all these Saturn-Neptune squares that have impacted a lot of these lunations uh, for the last, at least couple, um, since 2015 for sure. Um, sun and moon together in the sky, that's any old new moon. Um, this one happens to be an eclipse. Um, and so just like any other new moon, it's that dark moon. It's it's the blank canvas, so to speak, or the blank chalkboard where we get to put whatever we want on it. For the if at an eclipse time, definitely for the next six months, we get to write whatever we want. And with it being in Virgo, if it is if it is uh, for the betterment of your health, for the betterment of your work, your daily routine, the betterment of your lifestyle, um, then. That's a that's beautiful new energy to step into. Okay, um, old old ways of doing and being and old lifestyle, you know, choices. This would be a good time if you wanted to quit a, a bad habit. You know what I mean? Like you're you're changing your lifestyle. You used to smoke a cigarette after every meal. You know what I mean? Like you're changing your routine. And so this is an excellent time for any uh, self-improvement efforts in those ways, okay? Um, With it being a new moon, it's just a really good time for fresh starts. It's a really great time, especially with Virgo being Mercury ruled, to write it down, okay? Uh, Be it writing down your goals or to-do lists, you know, that, that impacts your goals, or writing down intentions for your next six months and what you want to see six months from now when we have a full moon in Virgo to complement this 
new moon in Virgo, what what manifestations in work and health and in lifestyle would you like to see at that point? That's what we're feeding into, putting our in- intentions into at the time of this new or dark moon, okay? Um you know, it's that new moons feel like that first house energy. It's Mars, that Mars and Aries ruled uh, area of space. So it, it can feel, you know, all possibilities are on the table. I can do anything. And, you know, fresh starts and that um, impetuousness and impatience and eagerness. And, you know, that's what this time should feel like, um, enthusiastic, okay? Let's see. Additionally, um, the impacts, the aspects that are impacting the solar new moon eclipse in Virgo uh, with the sun and the moon together in Virgo um, is the sun's opposition to Neptune. We see see that. uh, That's one of the aspects that I skipped over in the week ahead. Well, I hadn't got to it yet because it happens exactly after the new moon. Sun opposes Neptune Friday, September the 2nd, 11.38 a.m. Central, okay? And so it's definitely coloring our solar new moon eclipse in Virgo experience, okay? Um, sun opposite Neptune, it it it's a straight line, right? The opposition is like that tug-of-war um, aspect I was talking to you about earlier in the show. So it's that easy of access, a straight line from the sun in Virgo to Neptune in Pisces. And Neptune can, that makes us easily accessible and susceptible to Neptunian energy. Um, Of course, on the low end, it can be confusion and deception um, that, that feeds into insecurity and discouragement. And it, and it can make you not really want to deal with the real. With the real, Neptune is illusion, you know, and fantasy. And so, um, you you definitely want to consider the Virgo uh, energies of supporting you keeping it real. Okay, if you want to avoid unnecessary hurt, unnecessary disappointment, unnecessary loss then as difficult as it could be around the time of um, this new moon to deal with life's harsh realities, we got to do it, okay? And we have to know that if something sounds too good to be true, it is, <laughs> okay? And and we have to know that if we encounter these low vibrations of Neptune, we got to just cut bait. We got to just drop the rope. Okay, and, and and walk away. Um, Neptune is still retrograding right now, and so it's easier to feel weak. It's easier to feel weakened and, and, and victimized, okay? So it may take a little more effort around this time to walk away, to let go, to release, to surrender, to accept, but we got to do it, okay? Additionally, um, since Neptune, the Neptune-Saturn squares 
playing such a pivotal um, role in this, I'm pointing out how. Uh, the sun is opposing that Neptune in the Saturn-Neptune square, and it's squaring the Saturn in the Saturn-Neptune square, okay? So with the sun squaring Saturn, we're looking at, um, you know, Saturn, the potential for Saturn to act up. It's a, it's a um, hard aspect, the square. So challenges, you know, testing situations when either within ourselves or when we're dealing with others um, that, that, could end in pes- you know pessimism and even depression. So uh, the, also on the low end with Saturn, you can feel restricted or heavy, like weighed down by being responsible and taking care of your business, handling your duties and responsibilities, being mature and serious, and and feeling weighed down by that like negative about it. But it's all the squares are the test and the challenges to prove us. That's my favorite thing about um, uh, coming this far and being able to observe um, these aspects is that these tests and challenges come to prove us. It's really a blessing in disguise as as a test. And so uh, be responsible to, to take care of, handle your business, and um, know that if you don't, then Saturn's also that karma, so it'll you'll definitely be dealing with the consequences if you don't, but you will be dealing with the rewards if you do, okay? Additionally, um, Mars is still considered conjunct with Saturn in the sky at the time of this lunation, this solar new moon eclipse in Virgo, and so we still trimming the fat. We nobody's still really playing around <laughs> with with themselves or other people. Like Saturn, also like I said, is taking responsibility and it's getting serious and mature and growing up. And especially when you're dealing with Mars, such a volatile energy on the low end, um, you can't really play with it. Mars wants to do something, and Saturn me and Saturn together with it means it's not playing. And so you you could there's it's easy to see Mars cut up on the low vibration of being resentful and angry and revengeful, um, but if you can find a way, especially at this sensitive time where the energies are so strong and powerful, to channel that to 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 harness that energy and put it into once again Virgo wants to be productive, put it into the work that's going to produce the results you want. You see now that we in wrapping up the, uh, this last eclipse cycle that, uh, you know, what the, what you put in is what you're going to get out. And then you get to see six months later, oh, shoot, did you know, did I even really want that and things of that nature. So um, if you're being productive, if you're being constructive, you can't be destructive and constructive at the same time. So channel your energy into something that builds instead of something that tears down, and you will be happier that you did. Um, it's not the time to go to war, okay? It's not the time to manifest Mars on a low vibration, especially with Mars being conjunct Saturn right now. Because someone could, like, fight you with precision right now and be patient enough to wait to make sure they do it right. (laughs) So, like, take all that good energy 
and make sure you're producing the results you want to see in your life instead of the ones you don't want to see. Um, since Mars is impacting that Saturn, once again, with Saturn squaring off with Neptune, it's got to be impacting that Neptune as well, and it is. It's conjunct Saturn and it's square Neptune. And so... Um, They're definitely, once again, with the square and Neptune, it could be challenges to to your your sense of reality versus illusion and deception. I'm going to strongly admonish you not to, uh, since we are experiencing these challenging aspects to Neptune, I'm going to strongly encourage you to not overindulge in intoxicants. It's not going to be your friend at this time. The energies to, um, with Neptune are challenging enough right now without adding an, another layer of confusion. So please, please, please monitor your intake of any intoxicant. Um, because with Mars squaring off with Neptune right now, it just only increases the chance for something to go terribly wrong if you have undealt with anger. I encourage you to deal with that. What you you can tell what stuff you angry about because that's what the stuff that gets the reaction out of you. What what triggers you? What sets you off? That's gonna be Eureka. You found it. That's it. De- definitely deal with the um, the the um, unresolved anger issues. Unresolved. Um, you know the. The key to a lot of these challenging aspects that I have found is just vibrating high on those levels. Once again, with Mars, do something constructive. Mars is the actions that we take. It's, it's the, the way we utilize our drive and our energy, you know, our, our sexual energy. It's the way we choose to use that. So use it for something that's constructive instead of destructive. That's how you vibrate high on the Mars. And with the Neptune, instead of setting up getting drunk, uh, overly intoxicated or lying, you know, creating confusion, you can meditate, you can pray, you can forgive yourself. And finally, after all these years, let yourself off the hook, accept what has gone on, forgive, and surrender to that new, new that want to come through. Don't go through another, don't let another cycle close out and where you're bringing into this new cycle old stuff, where you're bringing into this new cycle low vibrations, where you're bringing into this new cycle craziness and confusion. Neptune it can also be unconditional love and spirituality and inspiration and imagination. Bring that into the new cycle. Then you got Mercury conjuncting Jupiter also impacting this lunation, um, this solar eclipse, new moon in Virgo. And once again, we got Jupiter expanding uh, mercurial energy at this time. So, um, and and. Jupiter also brings that optimism, okay, and the um, the higher mind, the higher way of the the looking at things in the bigger picture. Um, so you should feel some relief. You you should feel a sense of hope um, with this alignment impacting uh, this lunation, and you should feel optimistic about the future and where you're headed. 
on along your journey, this adventure, right, that Jupiter talks about. So with Mercury retrograde, you're definitely going to feel a, a strong awareness that you're not there yet where you're headed, okay? The, bright, the light at the end of the tunnel, you'll feel that you're not there yet. You'll have an awareness of that. But with Mercury conjunct Jupiter, you should definitely have have access to the good feeling, optimism, um, the hope, um, the belief in yourself and and in your Creator um, that it's coming, and that and I love how Jupiter just gives that inner satisfaction, that inner peace that can feel lucky no matter what situation you're in. Venus-Jupiter aligning today, I pray that it expands our appreciation for where we are right now. I know that new new is coming. On the short end, you'll see it manifest in just a couple of weeks when we get to that final full moon eclipse in Pisces. And on the long end, you'll see it manifest here in, in, uh, within the next six months when we get to the full moon in Virgo to complement this new moon in Virgo. But I want you to, I want to encourage you to be thankful and appreciate. That's what Venus want to do. And Jupiter sitting up expanding it all. I want you to appreciate right where you are right now. I want you to appreciate where you've come from and what you've been through because it's gotten you to where you're at right now. So it, got, it has to count for something. It, it, it has shaped and molded who you are right now. So with that, I'm going to give you all some horoscopes for the new moon so you'll know what's going on and where it's going on for you. Okay, let's go. Virgo, you know I'm hitting y'all up first because the solar new moon eclipse is in Virgo. And you, it, this Mercury retrograde has to be read into the horoscope because it's just inextricably, inextricably linked by the closeness of Mercury stationing the day before a new moon. So, Virgo, of course, you've got the smorgasbord that you get to choose from with a new moon happening in your sign. Uh, I've already, you know, loved on y'all, but once again, happy solar return season for all my Virgos. Y'all are definitely setting up your year ahead, okay? Forget six months. Y'all are having your next year impacted and powerfully so you messed around and had a eclipse happen at your solar return. So that's huge. and. And and you've got it happening at the time of a Mercury retrograde. So, Virgo, any kind of a second chance that you're looking for or that you want or that you need, um, go for it. Uh, if there's something from your past that you want to give another go, go for it. Um, and know that the energy is favorable and on your side for you to do that, okay? Uh, that's... It's short, it's sweet, it's to the point, but y'all can cover so many arenas. Y'all can really have your pick of what area of life you want to focus on and have that second chance in, okay, Virgo? Sagittarius. I'm getting, I'm hitting on Sagittarius, Pisces, and Gemini after Virgo because y'all are all 
um, mutable signs, okay? So y'all are going to be the most significantly impacted based on the area of life that, that this eclipse is going through for you, very critical areas of, of your life and chart. For Sagittarius, we're looking at 10th house, that infamous 10th house of the midheaven and the, your life direction, okay? Um, the very opposite of that 4th house where it's the most private, the 10th house is the most public. It's where your public responsibility is, okay? So we're talking about second chances here. For you, it, it would be a second chance uh, for a brand new fresh start, eclipse-worthy fresh start with an old goal, okay, um, something you've tried before at and failed or something you didn't see all the way through or just for whatever reason that you didn't get to pursue it, you can do so powerfully so now, okay. Um, just giving old goals a second chance. Um, yeah, Pisces, you are dealing with the other that critical area of the chart, um, partnerships of all kinds, okay, um, your interaction and connection with any other person, take your pick. Um, so you definitely can reconnect with an other from your past, um, Pisces. You can take another chance um, on a partnership. Shout out to Dark Pixie Astrology for these. And... Um, just give another, give some other another opportunity, or give yourself another opportunity with someone. Okay, um, peace and balance is something you can reestablish with another person as you refocus, as you focus on redoing something. Okay, with someone else. Um, if you're single, Pisces, it would actually be a good time to reconnect with an old flame. Um, if you're in a relationship, you can work on strengthening the commitment, um, or you could just decide to end things. Um, just know that if you end things during a Mercury retrograde, they might come back. If you if you try to do it during a Mercury retrograde, they might come back. So monitor. Um, this energy definitely through the 22nd to be certain, okay? Gemini, uh, another mutable sign. You are getting hit up, lit up with the solar new moon eclipse along with Mercury retrograde in your fourth house of home and family, okay? So you could be moving back, Gemini, somewhere to where you've lived before. You could be reconnecting with some family. That's awesome. Um um, picking back up on some old home projects or renovation um, or redecorating efforts, you know, reconnecting to that. Um, or And it's also an emotional house, Gemini, so you could be revisiting and going back over some old emotional issues as well. Capricorn, uh, of course, with this, Solar new moon eclipse in Virgo, Capricorn and Taurus being sister earth signs to Virgo. Y'all are going to be getting um, some really good um, energy coming your way as well. So Capricorn, definitely with your ninth house being lit up, you can travel, okay, somewhere you've been before. You could go back to school. 
or you could focus on some old beliefs, okay? You can work on trying to be more optimistic, and you can focus on regaining some freedom of movement, okay? Ninth house is all about freedom, and you're revisiting that, Capricorn. You're revisiting um, ways that you feel free, ways that you feel like you can move around about the country, and ways that you can feel more optimistic. Um, so let the, allow that to be your guide, Capricorn, at this time. If it's if it feels expansive, if it feels freeing, if it feel if it if it grows you, if it's a growth oriented experience, if it keeps you in good humor, um, that's it, Capricorn. All right, Taurus. Uh, for you, solar eclipse, new moon. Um, and I'm I am talking about you got with the exception of Virgo, which I was talking about up to the next year. I am talking about your next six months, okay? Um, for you, Taurus, you've got this fifth house of enjoyment and fun that's being impacted. So lucky you, if you want to pick up old creative projects um, uh, or ventures again for a second chance, go for it. Um, you could find renewed inspiration and creative energy for them, and you can make more progress and open more doors. You can take time to reconnect with your inner child, right? Pick up old hobbies you've left alone, or just make fun a priority again, okay? Um, child, you definitely, Taurus, out of everybody, you want to, if you're enjoying yourself around the time of this eclipse, and feeling like you can let loose a little bit, you are in the zone, okay? I encourage you to follow those good feelings, um, especially if you can include, you know, others for a more fuller picture. You know, it ain't no fun if they can't have none too. So um, if you're single, you could easily see Taurus, um, an old love or an old flame, uh, fifth house rule of dating, so you could see that come back and a reconnection made. Um, This is Mercury retrograde season, so it easily could be temporary, but this is also a solar new moon eclipse. So it could could have further impacts on down the line, unlike an ordinary Mercury retrograde that doesn't include a solar eclipse with it. Um, Cancer, you can definitely... um, Anything like projects and ideas, you can revisit those, okay? Third house, um, communication, um, uh, you're revisiting um, new ways to communicate. It, it's it's a tricky thing to have a, a new moon at a, at a Mercury, during a Mercury retrograde, but there's a, something new definitely wants to emerge for us all, Cancer, um, but it could include you revisiting um, old projects and ideas and plans um, and just tweaking them, giving them another chance with some fresh energy, new energy on it. Okay. Definitely with this going through a mental house for you, I want you to make sure you have an outlet for all of the mental energy that's being activated for you right now, Cancer, okay? Uh, For Scorpio, uh Hopes, wishes, and dreams, okay, Um, being impacted. So revisiting an old dream, giving it a second chance, thinking about, you know, things that you used to 
aspire for and, and hope for um, uh, is going to be uh, a potentiality for you. You could also, 11th House Scorpio also talks about friends and groups that you network with. So you could find yourself reconnecting um, or, or join, rejoining old groups uh, once again. For Leo, it's all about the money, honey, okay? For Leo, um, you could see some old financial projects and ventures and opportunities um, resurface, and you could give it another go. Um, uh, even some old ideas that you had about improving finances, um, ways that you wanted to try out investing or budgeting, you can work on you know, rebuilding stability and security, okay, for yourself. All right, Leo, um, give it another try. Don't give up on your financial um, aspirations, especially not now with all the energy supportive of, you know, an, some new, ener- new fresh energy being infused into those financial aspirations, Leo. For Libra, Libra, um, 12th house, okay? 12th house of releasing and letting go and revisiting that. So you tried to let go of something before, Libra? Didn't quite work? You can try it again right about now, okay? Um, Something that you want to once and for all let go of, you can do it. It's it's so cool for you to be having a new moon solar eclipse in this house because it it really is powerful, okay? You can definitely reconnect with your spiritual self or you can focus on your intuition and imagination, okay? Aries, um, when it comes to your work and your health and your daily routine, this is going to be really good energy for starting something. But it's going to be best if you can focus on something you want to redo or have a second chance with. So when it comes to work life, daily life, or health, you can pick up an old work project again. You can try for a job again that you've gone out for before, or you can refocus on your health, okay? Aquarius, Aquarius, last but not least, you can definitely... Uh, this is going through the eighth house for you of intimacy and research, you know, and investigation. So you can definitely refocus on some old issues that that are deep and potentially psychologically impacted, impactful. Um, and it would be a good time to bring it out and deal with it. You can do some research on something again or work on taking a chance to transform something in your life or some part of yourself for the better. You can... Eighth house is about transformations and death and rebirth, so it may be time, Aquarius, to die and be reborn again, and this is the energy to uh, support you in that. Um, You could definitely experience issues with the people that you have intimate bonds with in your life, okay? Um, You could just issues feeling a lack of intimacy where the people that you want to be close to or that you are closest to are just too far away from you emotionally, emotionally distant, right? And you could feel isolated or you could feel like they're way too close and clinging, okay, suffocating. So 
it could go it could be going either way but you you're you're revisiting that right and you're working on these issues of intimacy so you can push through any of these issues um the solar eclipse should help you with that all right let's see where we're at on time we got just enough time and i do see a hand up so let me Take a call, and then I'll close out after that, okay? All right. Caller from the 862. Peace. You're live on the air with Mama Dada. Hi, Mama Dada. How are you? I am well. Who am I talking to? Hadassah. Hadassah. Did you hear me shout you out at the beginning of the show? No. You said my name? Yes, I said your name and another listener because I was apologizing that I hadn't gotten back with y'all and I was mentioning that I would be contacting y'all prior to the first. <laughs> so wow, I got you wow, on the wow. phone. And, and, and I, I, got have, I was just poking around because I'm, you know, in my room taking care of some things and I missed that part. So I'll definitely go back and listen to the archives. Um, but I feel the energy. And okay. I'm I'm going I am going back to school to work, but um, okay. I'm trying not to be anxious. I'm you know I want to get in a position where I could go back to school and further my studies while taking care of yeah. my um, my affairs and moving myself and my family forward. It's about time. Um, so it I'm looking forward. Too. I'm looking forward to picking back those those um, goals that I had that I actually had to put to the side and, you know, just being a light, even in a dark place. It's challenging, you know, it is, but I'm optimistic. I know you are. <laughs> that is so amazing. It's just to hear you kind of cap um, uh, recap for us, the energies that you're personally experiencing and how they mirror exactly um, the energies that we're we're all uh, being influenced by right now, the that's cool. But the powerful part is your attitude about it, that you're the energy that you're even em- emitting, talking about it um, from such a high vibrational standpoint. That makes me happy for you, <laughs> and it makes me think that six months from now we're going to be talking about some some major um, shifts and accomplishments and and rewards and achievements that you're on energetically on track to receiving. So I absolutely appreciate you uh, contributing that content to the show. I feel honored and blessed that you uh, called in to say that, and. You'll hear from, if you go back and listen to the archive that I'm looking forward to talking to you here real soon also. Okay. I appreciate that. See, And I believe, you know, I believe in divine timing. And I do believe that, you know, um, it's just like birthing pains. You know, when you're having a child, you, 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 you anticipate the day when the child comes. But you have to go through those 40 weeks of preparation and, 
you know, the closer you get to it, you get all different type of symptoms and you just feel like I can't take it anymore and the chairs come and the feet swell and the mind is all over the place, you know. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest with you. What I believe with the change that's coming up, it's going to it's gonna branch off into new, powerful, enlightening things. Now, with all that being said, I still want to thank you because you, you that means you kept me in mind and you kept me in spirit, and I really needed that. And I thank the universe for all my sister friends who I have never met personally but have been there for me in spirit, and you are one of them. You know, it's funny because when you were talking about Aquarius, my oldest son, who is an Aquarius, he was born the 21st of January, and he has a lot of characteristics of a Capricorn and an Aquarius. He, But he's reluctant sometimes to hear anything spiritual. I think it frightens him. But mm-hmm. he was here as you were speaking on Aquarius, and I just watched his body language. And I said oh. it was a, Yes, I watched his body language because he came up here to take my dog out. And when he comes back from walking the dog, I know he's either going to say something or he's going to contemplate following up because I see where he's going through some of those things as we speak. So, you know, it takes one, you know, to make example. I have not been able to get any of them to listen. They think everything that I listen to is just like, like super spooky or frightening and they don't understand. I actually see the evidence under my roof. Oh <laughs> happy. That makes me so happy and it makes all of this worth it and that's why I love you guys so much to come back and do it every week. So thank you, Hadassah, so much. Um I appreciate you guys who resonate with me for your feedback um, and just for riding with me. We're all in this together. I'm just here as a channel, a conduit for this information and energy to come through. I'm in this with you guys. And so thank you for riding with me and for your support. When we get a chance to speak off the air, because I do want to take the courses that you offer it's it's just been time, money, constraints, and distractions. But I know I have a source. It's just unleashing that source. So I do look forward to speaking with you because I knew that the reason why we didn't reconnect was because I have things to do. I have a lot in front of me, and I know that you're taking care of business. But keep right. that in mind because I definitely do want to take. I definitely do want to take the course because I know, moving forward, that as things move and shift. I'm going to need that. Absolutely. I'm going to need you too, Hadassah. So we will uh, reconnect here really soon, and thank yeah. you once again. I appreciate you, and peace, love, and light you. to you. And your Matter of fact, you want to know something? I've never met sure. you in person, but I see you. <laughs> so I'll get right, into that exactly. when we I see you, sister. I appreciate it more than you know. I Exactly. Yes, ma'am. I see you too, and I will talk to you soon. Okay. You'll keep me on the line, Peace. okay? Peace okay, I will. All right. Perfect. Yay. Astro Love Gives all over the place. Thank you, Hadassah. Peace. Peace to Melvin. I'll talk to you also soon. So, wow. I love it. I love the sudden and the unexpected gifts. 
<laughs> that full moon in Aquarius still wants to shower us with, I'm telling you, right up until the last drop, 4.02 a.m. Central on Thursday early rising. I'm, I want it all. I want to... That's why I started this show off talking about what we're closing out and what we're on the cusp of. Hadassah just talked about her sons. She can sense them being on the cusp of this new energy. We got to close this out right, and we have to remain and stay open to the, when we're talking about full moon in Aquarius, the things that are outside of our norm, the normal box, right? We're talking about things outside of our normal comfort zone. You know, with her her sons even stepping into, um, you know, being opening up to or being receptive to uh, information that that may on the outset seem a bit unusual. More Aquarius keywords <laughs> that may seem, you know, um, unique and quirky. Um, but don't please make no mistake that Aquarius still has the vibration of invention and genius. So folks may not understand it, and they may call it weird. That's why if I ever hear weird or I just say thank you, (laughs) thank you. I'm on my Aquarius-ish. I'm ahead, you know. That's the whole thing about us staying a week ahead here on the show. We're we're from the future. We coming back to let y'all know. (laughs) So thank you, thank you uh, for all the listeners, all the Astro Love gifts. Um, everybody who's um, gotten any kind of report from me, it's just my divine pleasure to do it. I have pretty much hit on everything. I will mention that after the new moon solar eclipse on Thursday early rising, we do have that sun uh, square Saturn alignment Thursday evening, 10.22 p.m. Central. We've, I've already mentioned that. Um, we've got the sun opposition Neptune Friday um, rising 11.38 a.m. Central. And we've got that Mercury-Jupiter uh, conjunction alignment on Friday uh, the 2nd at 12.18 p.m. Central, okay? So we've gotten into into all of that. I'm just giving you all the timeline in the week ahead. And then Friday, September the 2nd at 5.13 p.m. Central, Friday evening, we've got uh, the moon going void. The moon going void there in Virgo. So if whatever new things you're wanting to initiate, I don't care if you're just writing it down. It is in Virgo. So mercurial faculties are being... uh, supported here. So even if you just write down what you want to do for over the next six months on the long term, or just write down what you want to accomplish and initiate over the next two weeks on the short term, we could start seeing some of this stuff in two weeks, guys. So it's critical currently how we're wrapping things up, finalizing some things, letting some things go, especially... Who was that, Scorpio? Uh, letting some things go, even you know, once and for all, and deciding we want something new. Even while this Mercury is retrograding, even if we want something new with something from the past, revisiting a relationship or a project or an idea or a goal or emotional 
stability that we once had or whatever it is that we're wanting a second chance with. Even if you're revisiting something, if you actually want it to succeed or work, powerfully this new Virgo energy you want to put into it. You want it to be right and exact and precise and in order this time as opposed to last time when you tried and it didn't work, when you couldn't see it through, when you didn't see it through. This time, even though you're revisiting it, if you fully embrace and open yourself up to this new energy, then you're you're doing yourself a service instead of a disservice, okay? Friday, September 2nd, 5.13 p.m., when the moon goes void, that energy of the new moon, it in, for all intents and purposes, goes to sleep. So you're not doing that, new, you're not initiating that new thing then. You're going to have to initiate it in between Thursday, early rising, and Friday. You got to get it done before Friday uh, evening at 5.13 p.m. Central, okay? So it's not that long, but you can start even as early as when the moon goes into Virgo, which is Wednesday rising, 10.22 a.m. When that moon enters that Virgo territory and it's starting to activate these Virgo energies, go on and get a head start on it if you want to. And then the moon is void for two hours and 42 minutes only, okay? And so there um, later Friday evening, 7.55 p.m. Central, the moon enters Libra, okay? Um, When the moon is in Libra, we're coming up out of the moon being in Virgo, and we've been, you know, working hard to keep things in order and manage the details and, you know, balance so we're not getting stressed out. Um, but then when the moon enters Libra, Libra, we can really see the Venus energy that Libra uh, possesses really ease a lot of our, you know, uh, potentially there in Virgo where we we were potentially stressing out um, in Libra, we can see that really smooth out and ease ease out. Um, It's a more relaxed, area of space will will be emotionally satisfied to be at peace when the moon's in Libra, will be emotionally satisfied to compromise and work things out. So maybe some of this new energy, um, maybe some of these things we're we're revisiting and infusing fresh new energy into, it is going to potentially require some smoothing smoothing it out. It may be a rough go at first. And so Moon and Libra definitely is endeavoring to help us with that here over the weekend and our week ahead. Um, So that starts on Friday evening, um, negotiating, uh, um, restoring balance with anybody you're in a one-to-one relationship with, um, t- taking it easy, kind of enjoying the beauty of your home or meditating, decorating. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a certain amount of luxury associated with Libra. I love that. So um, just having a, a good time, enjoying beauty in, in yourself and in your surroundings, in your relationship, enjoying peace and harmony as well in those um, scenarios. 
and and being able to see both sides, you know, being able to compromise and um, work something out is definitely going to be beneficial in our week ahead, and we close out on that energy, you guys, so that, that in our week ahead, that weekend coming up um, should be a good one, okay? Um, with this solar new moon eclipse energy that precedes it, uh, we that's kind of some energy you want to step into massive eclipse-worthy new territory in is this area of space um, that's Venus ruled that allows us a little bit more ease and comfort than with all these changes that are upon us, okay? So we did it, you guys. Another week ahead in the books. Thank you, Brother Ampu. And uh, we'll be back at it next week. Um, Should be on the same, the regular day next week, Wednesday, okay? I love you guys. Thank you for the astro love. And talk to you next week. Peace, Ashe.